What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. My team said I have to stop with the weird videos or they're all gonna quit. I'm not gonna stop. Billie Eilish drops a bombshell during her Howard Stern interview and she says that pornography at a young age ruined her life. Ben Affleck reveals why he and Jennifer Garner got divorced and I'm very upset about it. The West Side Story remake is flopping all because of this stupid woke decision. It's Pop Culture Rewind and more. It's a five orange juicy episode. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. It was really wild reading the comments when it came out that Billie Eilish told Howard Stern that watching porn at a young age completely messed her up. I'm gonna tell you everything she said because it's so important, and just a warning, this isn't for little ears. Close your eyes and cover your ears, Billie! She said, as a woman, I think porn is a disgrace. I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching porn when I was like 11. I think it really destroyed my brain, and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. The first few times I had sex, I was not saying no to things that were not good. It was because I thought that's what I was supposed to be attracted to. I'm so angry that porn is so loved, and I'm so angry at myself for thinking that it was okay. The way that vaginas look in porn is effing crazy. No vaginas look like that. Women's bodies don't look like that. We don't orgasm like that. It's about time somebody finally came out and said it. Everything Billy said there is true and so important. And you know what really was crazy? Was looking at all of the pop culture and entertainment sources that were posting about this story and looking in the comments and seeing people just mind blown and not understanding how an 11 year old girl had access to hardcore porn to begin with and why she was even watching it. This is just plain ignorance. Let me tell you something. The average age for boys to start watching pornography is eight eight years old. Has the world gone crazy? Billy went on to describe that she had to start watching more and more disturbing porn because she got desensitized to the normal stuff. And that's exactly what happens to kids. When young men essentially act out violent rape fantasies on their teenage girlfriends, for example, we can't ask ourselves why anymore. We know why, because society has normalized it. They all think that porn's depiction of sex is how it's supposed to be. If your child has any device, not just an iPhone, but an iPad, a video game device, etc., that has internet capabilities and they're left alone with it at all, it's not an if they discover pornography, it's a when. Here's what you need to watch tonight or over the holiday break. And I wouldn't watch this with your parents, it's kind of awkward, but on YouTube, search for the short 35 minute documentary Raised on Porn about what happens to little kids who consume pornography at a young age. Every parent should watch this and every young adult should watch this. I remember being a kid and looking at a rosebud and I remember thinking, oh, well, I want it to open up like a rose, so I'll just pull back all the petals. Now I realize you can't force that. And it's very similar to a child's sexuality. If you try to open those petals too early, they will grow and they will open, but they're not gonna be the same person that they would have been. I found porn when I was 11, 12 years old. We're in this playground and a friend of mine was like, hey, Richie, I want to show you a picture. We watched porn 
and he told me, he's like, I watch it all the time, it's not a big deal. But then at some point in it, he stopped seeing women as people because porn distorted his whole thinking. Tell me why I'm so triggered. Ben Affleck said that he felt trapped in his marriage to Jennifer Gardner. You know I love her. Jen, who bakes treats with her mom and likes cat videos and has the sweetest sing-songy voice, the OG cinnamon roll. You felt trapped with her? I actually came over here because I think you're really cute. Ben also went on Howard Stern this week and said, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. What do I do? And what I did was I drank a bottle of scotch and fell asleep on the couch, which turned out not to be the solution. Room's starting to spin real fast. He said, if he would have stayed, we probably would have ended up at each other's throats. I probably still would have been drinking. He also said, ultimately, we tried, we tried, we tried because we had kids, but both of us felt like we didn't want this to be the model that our kids see of marriage. <laughs> he said the tabloids got it totally wrong about their breakup. Everything you read in the news about the divorce was BS. The truth was we took our time, we made our decision, we grew apart. We had a marriage that didn't work, this happens. She's somebody I love and respect, but to whom I shouldn't be married any longer. <laughs> hard for me to accept this answer. I feel like everyone just throws in the towel so easily. I mean, there is a reason people say it's one of the hardest things you'll ever do, marriage. Do you think it's for the best that they divorced or do you think they just took the easy way out? Love is a battlefield. Me, 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 me. Do we have any musical theater conservatives in the house? Take it from the top, Bill. I'm sure you know that director Steven Spielberg just came out with a woke remake of West Side Story. Oh boy, I gotta tell you, that, that, that sounds awful. Oh, it is. Actually, it's so bad that it is completely flopped worldwide, only taking in around $15 million so far. But 10 million of that was the US. So they only made three to $5 million in other countries. That's embarrassing. You know what woke aspect specifically killed it? Because this is just funny. Tell us, tell us! They said that English shouldn't be the first or official language of the United States. So they weren't going to put English subtitles for the Spanish speaking scenes. Cada persona en nuestra democracia. Uh, cada votar, ca cada votante necesitamos. Rachel Zegler, who plays Maria, said on the red carpet this week in response to the lack of subtitles, respect the fact that it's 2021 girl, learn Spanish. Listen, punta. Buenos dias, Aaron. Buenos dias, Miguel. Hello, Dr. Mifflin. No, 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 no. Solamente. In Espanol, por favor. I love President Trump, but I've been low-key irritated that in every interview that he's done since he's left office, no one has asked him the juicy questions we're all wondering. Until Candace Owens came along. She's doing a five orange juicy interview with him for her season finale episode of Candace. And how good does this look? Welcome to a most special episode of Candace. Each time that I've interviewed President Trump, they have never told me that I am not allowed to ask him anything. And today I want to talk about some topics that are on, I think, everybody's mind. Where do you stand on these vaccine mandates? What's going on there? You talk about masks, you talk about mandates. Julian Assange, Edward Snowden. I mean, you could have had a chance to pardon these individuals. You have two sides of it. Anything that looking back you think, I got that one wrong. Did you get COVID? Uh, no. Did you have the vaccine? No. No kidding, I'm very impressed with you. Alec Baldwin. Is he going to get arrested? I think he's crazy. This is the toughest question I could possibly ask you. Tell me one good thing Joe Biden has done in office. She's this done this before. Question, right? He is completely unscripted. It's one of the things that fascinates me about him. 
What you see is exactly what you get. All right, Mr. President. Let's take a little blast to the past and see what happened this week in pop culture history with the Pop Culture Rewind. In 1994, this week, Dumb and Dumber was released in theaters. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? This week in 1997, one of the greatest comedians of all time, Chris Farley, died from a drug overdose at the age of 33. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. This week in 2011, Impractical Jokers premiered on True TV. (laughs) (laughs) Then remember this, in 2013 this week, A&E suspended Duck Dynasty star Phil Robertson for comments he made regarding homosexuality and the civil rights era in an interview with GQ magazine. He was reinstated on December 27th. And that's what happened this week in pop culture history. New episode of The Spillover drops tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific and midnight Eastern. When I found out about this woman's story, I thought, this may take the cake for the absolute craziest story we have had on season one of The Spillover. It's controversial, it's frightening, it's real, and best of all, she looks like she could be a real housewife, which I think it kind of makes that just even more interesting when you got a beautiful woman with style who looks like she has a picture-perfect life that actually goes through something this wild. Makes you feel like you're not alone and you aren't crazy. That's a hint. Subscribe to The Spillover on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you do not miss any new episodes. The subscriptions are very important and so are the five-star reviews. If you are happy about the longer Five Orange Juicy episode today, hit the heart if you're comfortable. I think it would be really helpful for other cute servatives in the comments to read about your story with pornography and how old you were the first time you were exposed to it. Then share this episode to your stories and please hit that save button. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific with our last politics episode before Christmas break. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Politics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.